Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. The FT. Hello and welcome to Hard Currency, the FT's weekly Forex podcast, taking a hard look at what's driving the world's largest financial market. I'm Delphine Strauss, the FT's Currencies Correspondent, and I'll be talking you through the trends of the week with the help of my special guest, David Bloom, Currency Strategist at HSBC. David, let's start with the dollar, which strengthened modestly after minutes of the Federal Reserve's latest meeting seemed to confirm that the Fed was inching its way towards the first rise in US interest rates. There was no great concern this time that a stronger dollar would hold back the US recovery, and it looks as if the Fed could soon offer some more guidance on the pace at which it will raise rates once it does start tightening. But the only sustained move in the currency market we saw on the back of the minutes was a further rise against the yen, now above 118 the dollar. Do you think this means that the dollar rally against most of the majors is played out for now, and most of the monetary divergence priced in? I don't think it is. Um, just remember, currencies don't go in a straight line, and it uh, never looks. Uh, they are, as you know, quite volatile. But I think the path of the Fed tightening, we've got a path of ECB loosening still. Again, Japan, we have an election coming up. So we have the price makers, I like calling them, which is the dollar on the one side and the euro and the yen on the other. So we've got divergent policy. So the move on the dollar can either come from the U.S. being more aggressive and us getting more used to rate rises, or it's going to come from dovishness from the ECB or the Bank of Japan. When you're in the currency markets, you don't care which side it comes from. The result is the same. It's a stronger dollar. What do you think the next catalysts are, though? I think the next catalyst, uh, a big one, is when the market comes to terms that the ECB is going to do full-blown bond buying. There's still resistance to it. There are people in the market that don't believe it. They believe there are all sorts of obstacles to it. And we saw this with Japan when they came through with a surprise new tranche. We saw dollar-yen going up and the dollar have a new round of strength. So I think by uh, the first quarter of next year, we're going to get in our minds that the ECB is going to do full-blown bond buying. And that's another big leg up in the dollar. We've got US inflation data due out later today. How big a caveat is that for the scope for the dollar to strengthen further? It's an excellent question because I think inflation is everything. This is the deflation versus inflation. And how do you get your deflation to the inflationary countries through the exchange rate? So the question is, how much deflation can the U.S. absorb? And that's the same question as saying, how far can the dollar rally? Because as the dollar rallies, it creates disinflationary forces in the U.S. So if the U.S. is generating its own inflation and the economy is self-sustaining enough, then the dollar can carry on rallying a long way. If, on the other hand, the dollar's rally is now already inhibiting U.S. inflation, inhibiting U.S. growth, then we'll see, as you mentioned, further comments by the Fed saying, look, this is starting to impact our thinking. So when the Fed says it's uh, becoming more data sensitive, you reckon that's the key data that we're going to be looking at? To me, data sensitivity is about inflation. Once inflation starts slowing down aggressively in the US, why would the Fed raise rates? And if the Fed's not raising rates, why would the dollar be so strong? So at some point, the dollar rally is going to have a feedback effect onto the inflation numbers. And when that does that, it changes the Fed's thinking, and that takes the sting out of the dollar rally. And that's why we don't think this dollar rally will extend itself to very massive moves at all. 
Thanks. Let's look next at the Swiss franc, which has been trading just above the floor enforced by the Swiss National Bank in advance of next week's vote on an initiative that would force the SNB to keep a much larger proportion of its reserves in gold. Policymakers are arguing that if that's adopted, it would make it much harder and more expensive for them to enforce the minimum exchange rate. Polls this week suggest they may be winning the argument, with support for the initiative dropping, but the volatility in options on the Swiss franc around the date of the vote is still very high. How do you think the franc is going to trade as the vote approaches? Okay, I'm completely uh, putting myself on the line here. So there's absolutely no chance that the euro Swiss floor will break. You're absolutely right that there are costs in the longer term. But we're not living in the longer term. We're not living in a world of normalization. What they're really saying is if we hold 20% of our reserves in gold and we get to a normalization period and we want to retreat the QE, we can never sell the gold because that's another condition of the referendum. So we have to hold it forever. But that means nothing for the end of the month. The end of the month, they have to hold 20% in gold. It means they've only got 8% at the moment. There's massive gold to buy. But it doesn't stop them defending the floor. The defense of the floor is a policy to protect the manufacturing industry, to protect jobs. Because as you know, during the crisis, it was threatening. You know, the Swiss franc was uh, going exponential in its strength. They had to stop it. They've put this policy. They have to stick by it. And I say it's going to completely and utterly hold the Euro-Swiss floor. I think the market is nervous and the threats are exaggerated. Do you think it's more likely that the SNB will adopt a negative deposit rate, though? so as to make it less expensive for them to hold the floor? Now, that is possible. It's not a forecast, but there's absolutely the chance of that, and, and there's quite a good chance of that happening. It's not our baseline scenario. We've still got positive inflation next year of about 0.3 in Switzerland. So they're still on this kind of cusp of disinflation, deflation. So is that impossible? No, it's not. Could they do it? I think there is a reasonable probability of negative rates in Switzerland coming at some time. But at the moment, I think they're just going to hold steady. Thanks. Finally, can I ask you one broader question on the degree of consensus we've been seeing among Forex investors over the last couple of months? It's pretty unanimous conviction that the dollar's on its way up, the yen's on its way down, the euro's on its way down, commodity currencies are in for a bad year, emerging markets are facing a rougher ride. But more and more people are getting worried that the main trades here are becoming very overcrowded. Do you think they're right to worry? I think they are, and it's a very good question. I mean, the consensus has been torn apart this year, and the consensus this year is normalization. You know, the MPC to raise rates by November, the Fed to be raising rates, bond yields to rise. You know, none of that took place. So everyone's going, well, the consensus has been absolutely killed this year. Now you're telling me to buy dollars, and the dollar is consensus. I'm worried. But I have to say, sometimes the consensus is right. And I think in this case, it is right. I could say I've been on the path that's led the consensus because, you know, being a strong dollar merchant when cable's 172 and the euro's 140 was a very difficult world to live in. But you're absolutely right. Now we've seen the price action. Everyone's jumping on it. And they, they're right to be nervous. But I think the big policy maneuvers, the ECB doing QE, the Fed raising rates, I still think that's not fully in the price and the dollar's got further to run. But it is a worry to my view that everyone else shares it. David Bloom at HSBC, thank you very much. That's it from us this week. Hard Currency will be back next week. But until then, you can read up-to-date FX news and analysis on our website, ft.com forward slash FX. Goodbye. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's Corient.com. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.